Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. We are one week away from Border Wars, an international conflict, Saturday, May the 12th from Toronto. And we'll have the latest news here tonight inside Ring of Honor. Canada's largest city will play host to the most anticipated Ring of Honor World Championship match ever. When the American Wolf Davy Richards steps onto foreign soil to face the challenge of Quebec native Kevin Steen in the main event. The World Tag Team title will be on the line in a fight without honor. Anything goes, and there must be a winner. When the Briscoe brothers wage a war of their own with Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. With the history of violence between them, both teams are ready for anything in this, their final conflict for the tag team title. Briscoes, you sit here and you complain. Complain about what we've done to you. Let me remind you that it was you two who jumped us last June in New York and you beat the out of us with those chairs. Let's fast forward, because we've gone back and forth. You made another bold statement that in Fort Lauderdale, that someone was going to get carried out. Well, it was you. And Jay, you lost your in that match. So there's only one thing left, only one thing wrestling's greatest tag team is interested in when it comes to the Briscoes and out of those tag team titles. So come Toronto, fight without honor, that's just fine. We don't need honor. But what we do need are our belts. What he said. Charlie Haas, Shelf Benjamin, all bull crap aside, We've been through a war over the past year a little better. Yeah, we started in New York City, hitting y'all boys in the head with chairs. Yeah, gonna right, beat the piss out of y'all boys. And I'll be damned if y'all ain't bring it right back. But that's Every what we bit. like, baby. That's what we like. But when we got down to Florida, y'all crossed the line. Crossed the line. Y'all boys tried to take my manhood. So now in Canada, we gonna cross the border, then we gonna cross the line. And in Canada, it's gonna be a fight without honor, and we fresh out of honor. So bring your ass, cause we gonna whoop y'all boys in Toronto. The House of Truth members will compete in three separate matches at Border Wars. Unbreakable Michael Elgin will face the other breakout star of 2012, Adam Cole. The man-beast Rhino, the HOT's new hired mercenary, will attempt to eliminate die-hard Eddie Edwards from title contention. And new world television champion Roderick Strong will defend his title against the Belfast bruiser Fit Finley. Truth Martini's forces are ready for war. <laughs> Border Wars, Toronto, the House of Truth. Roderick Strong, your new world television champion, goes one-on-one -on -one against Fit Finley. <laughs> Unbreakable Mike Elgin, he gets to show Adam Cole why he is the breakout star of 2012. Then, the man-beast Rhino, my mercenary, he's going to gore Eddie Edwards right out of that world title contention. <laughs> you know, Fit Finley... I hear you like to fight. Well, on May 12th, you're going to be in for the biggest and hardest fight of your life. Adam Cole, you walk into Toronto in this dreamland of yours. Well, May 12th, you get a dose of reality and realize the only breakout star of 2012 is Michael Elgin. Eddie Edwards, you're a former heavyweight champion. So am I. I get paid to take people out, and that's what I've been paid to do, is take you out. And in Toronto, I will leave you laying in a puddle of your own because I will rip you in half with a gore, gore, gore. <laughs> Rhino, you've said what you got to say. I've done my talking. Now, it's about what happens in the ring. Now, it's about... Who can get hit the hardest? Who can take the most and keep getting up? But we already know that's me. Rhino, come to gore me. Come to kill me. Do whatever you want to do. Because it will not stop me. I am coming after that world title again. And Rhino, you are not going to stand in my way. Eddie Edwards' resilience will be tested by Rhino's high-impact offense. And Adam Cole's speed will be tested by Elgin's superhuman strength. But Roderick Strong's technical wrestling skill will be tested as never before by one of the greatest ring technicians of our age, Fit Finley. The Belfast Bruiser is a second-generation pro wrestler who began his career as a teenager in England over 30 years ago after a successful amateur career. 
A recent profile of Finley in Fighting Spirit magazine, the UK's largest MMA pro wrestling publication, testifies to his respect among wrestlers and fans alike. Having competed in every corner of the globe, he's still a master of all wrestling styles, a marvel of physical conditioning, and one of the biggest stars the United Kingdom has ever produced. Roderick Strong has a stiff challenge ahead on May the 12th. You'll also see Lance Storm try to finish his ROH career as a winner in his rematch with the prodigy Mike Bennett. You know, baby, it makes me really sad. Really sad that Lance didn't get the picture in Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. You know, he went to Ring of Honor and he begged. He practically got on his knees and he said, Ring of Honor, I want Mike Bennett again. Well, that's fine, Lance. But what I don't like is that you aren't in your home country mm -hmm. of Canada. I mean, the fact that I have to go there to uh. beat you just gives me chills and makes me just want to come out of my clothes. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. But Lance, like I always say, if I can be serious for a minute, your Ring of Honor career came this close to coming to an end in Fort Lauderdale. But now, in Toronto, it's going to come to a definite end and it's going to be the most embarrassing moment of your life when your family, your friends, and all your fans realize that the prodigy is just better than the best. Our Canadian fans can hear exclusive news and interviews about Border Wars on the law. Live audio wrestling. Heard Sunday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on TSN 1050 in Toronto and worldwide on LiveAudioWrestling.com. Win tickets to the event, ROH merchandise, even lunch with myself and Nigel McGinnis in Toronto next Saturday. Be there in person next Saturday at the Ted Reeve Arena or see it live anywhere in the world with internet access. Just go to ROHwrestling.com for all the information. We'll see you in Toronto next Saturday, and we'll be right back here next week on television as we go inside Ring of Honor. What up, High Fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom, and we've got another amazing episode of Ring of Honor Revelry. And uh, on the other side of the country, I've got my good friend, Will. Will, how are you, and uh, how's your antifreeze tonight? This Mountain Dew Frostbite is a refreshing blast of blue raspberry flavor. It's got a fucking shark on the can. Sick. Who is shark? shark? Fucking shark ate me, man. It's got a shark on it, you know. How how can it be bad if it's got a shark on it? So that flavor is just specific to certain gas stations? No, not this one. Oh, okay, but the other one you're telling me about? Yes, so my dad actually has been sending me articles about Mountain Dew flavors. So uh, the Circle K, I don't know if they have those around mm -mm. your way. I know what it is, but... Yeah, so Circle K's got their own flavor, and then there's a grocery store chain called Food Lion. Oh, yeah, I know, I know all Food Lion. Um, yeah. Food Lion's got their own flavor, too. And I have a friend who's going to North Carolina soon, and he said that he grabbed me a case. Nice. Yeah, like um, Circle K is uh, for my my Midwest tie fibers here, both of you that listen. Um, it's kind of like an open pantry here, kind of the same thing. So sure interesting i i don't separate them from because it's always like the irving and circle k over here yeah so it's like it's it's the gas station thing so it's to me i just like oh it's like a mobile station yeah i got gotcha. you i don't know what an, i don't know what an open pantry is but it sounds very inviting yeah it's the same thing as circle k pretty much so it's just a you know gotcha you know it's another name for a 7-eleven so i also this isn't a visual podcast, but Tom said Andy Freeze because guys, this stuff is blue. Like, if you picture like hypnotic, <laughs> like it's blue. Yeah, it's it's blue. He's not it's, kidding. It's very blue. Like this, this is the official SmackDown soda right here. Wow, should be. So, well, um, I'm good. Good. It's good. Yeah, I've had a good week and everything. So. I didn't say that. I'm good though. Okay. <laughs> we, as uh, long as you're as long as you're a little bit better now. So went to a concert last night. Oh, you did? Uh, went to uh, the Royale in Boston. I love the venue. Hate where the venue is. Because like, the venue is in uh like Chinatown area of Boston. Mm. So there's a lot 
of stuff there, but it's a real pain to have to drive your car through. Mm. The plus side is, is you can park, there's a parking garage right across the street. Okay. So you can always park the car, but it's one of those things where like you get off the exit for 93 and then you're in that type of Boston driving where it's like, all right, you got to go like half a mile. It's going to take you about a half hour. And there's just a lot of horn honking. There's a lot of jaywalking. There's just a lot of, but we saw Amigo the Devil oh, playing, nice. with a, playing with a full band, hmm. which was very cool. Uh, we just saw him back in September, but um, he even said that this is the first time he'd played in Boston with the full band, because usually it's just him. Yeah. And uh, headliner was Gogo Bordello. That's for okay. I thought that, man, for some reason, I thought that show was next week. Is that your first time seeing Gogo? It's my first time seeing Gogo Bordello. I wasn't super familiar with their music ahead of time. Um, I didn't listen to a whole lot ahead of time because I, I kind of like going in kind of blind. Like when yeah. I first saw uh, there's a band called Intronaut, hmm. I went to see them blind because they were advertising, like, you know, we're going to have our big visualizer up during this tour and all that. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to take this all in. Like, this is the, the experience of seeing this band. So, like I I knew a handful of Gold Overdale songs. It was it was a fun, energetic show. Uh, crowd surfers kind of irritated me. That happens, but but they usually do. The the funniest yeah. thing was though there was one guy crowd surfing. One of the the bouncers was like right up at the gate because the Royale is usually a nightclub, so usually the concerts end at ten o'clock, like hard ten o'clock off time. Because it becomes a nightclub. Yeah. There's no nightclub tonight, but you have like those nightclub bouncers are the ones bouncing like the show. So there's like crowd surfing and one of them gets up and he's like at center stage and the guy bouncers just like, you better get the fuck down. And the guy's like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, bouncers. They can be your best friends or it's a pain in the fucking balls. So, so that was... That was a decent time. And then uh, I've got a concert next next Thursday, one week from today. Seeing Symphony X, one of my favorite things that comes out of New Jersey. Nice. Can you hear the music that coming through? It is. It's the only, it's the only Go-Go Bardell song, but I, I love the song. It's rips. So. Is that where, uh, where's that concert at? That's in Worcester. Oh, what's the... We're going to the Palladium, so plenty of parking. It's going to be a fucking hot box because it's just a shoddily built building. Yeah. I need to buy a building. So much you could do with a building. One of these days, so... You said it's next, next Wednesday or next Thursday? Next Thursday. Okay. So we have to record next Wednesday. If you want. Okay. So, or we could do Friday, but or you yeah, can do a show without me and actually get some listeners. Well, I mean, I'm I'm gonna call bullshit, Will, because actually, as we were discussing in pre-production, you actually got us three new listeners. Um, if I'm not mistaken, would you like to? Uh, before I go off on my rant on Honor Club, let's we'll start off a little positivity. But uh, first, That's right, everybody, get ready. Tom's gonna be the negative one this time around. I know it's gonna be fucking. You know, I may be the Midwest wrestling prince of positivity but i'm fucking irritated so wow um but we would like to shout out three of our our homies in the shining wizards discord uh one of which we actually know in the real life um first our good friend david henry bauer the third for those of you who may not know his pal antonio hosserman makes experimental music at harvest was it harvest man records 876 because there's a number on it now right oh is there there there's a new website but Okay. Search, search, search for Antonio Hausserman. Search for Harvest Man Records on Bandcamp. Bandcamp Friday's coming up on. Well, as this episode goes up, it have been yesterday. Oh, but wait, what's Bandcamp Friday? Uh, every first Friday of the month, Bandcamp uh, doesn't take its cut from artists on the platform. Oh shit! Which. 
is nice, except for there's also like there's a a wrestling themed uh, death grind band called Matsunago's Right, and they posted a breakdown of like because Bandcamp started taking a cut of like physical merch stuff too, and not just the digital sales because Bandcamp doesn't have ads. Yeah. So it's kind of like every artist has like this thing. So they're like, don't chip in more money because they're like, we don't get any of it. It all just goes. Oh, really? Because there's so much they have to bring in before they start getting more money from it. Oh, because I always never buy some on Bandcamp. I always throw in a couple extra bucks. I would too. But so, I mean, you know, if depending on how much they're selling, it might eventually. Okay. Come in. But I mean, it's. Everybody's got to get their cut somehow, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a price. And then uh, we got to shout out our good friend, Mr. Mike Peterson. Mike Peterson. He's uh, he's actually not too far from me. He is, uh, I believe he's in the Boston neck of the woods. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I know he took He's a also list. a heel. He's a heel. He definitely is a heel. That is very, very true. And then our third, it's uh, what Nattering E. And then what's uh, on the Twitter machine? Oh, Jesus. You know, I, I did, my phone just locked. Of course, I did have to have it up. But yeah, no, uh, no, uh, Eric, we are, we are definitely not um, Beaumont and Micah. Um, Beaumont is much more creative than I am, and Micah is a super nice guy. And you guys should all check up. Um, yes, definitely it's, check up. Uh, yeah, Eric, it's at E underscore Freeds. On the Twitter machine. On Twitter. Um, yeah, definitely give everyone a follow. Um, but yeah, but listen, yeah, we are not mine. You should definitely check out specifically to void uh, Micah's brand. And also um, Beaumont is one half of the Brain Buster Boys. Um, definitely good show to them as I was just on their show. And I, I do know Brett and Beaumont in their real life, and I will see them both. For Forbidden Door. So and while we're shouting people out, obviously we want to shout out uh the Take It Home podcast, which I was a guest on Monday. Uh Take It Home podcast is home to uh, my personal favorite rest and a former guest of the Shining Wizards, Ref Perch. Um, and my favorite tag team going right now in the Midwest, my good friends Doc Simmons and Zach Zach Hendricks. Uh, they are part of the Take It Home podcast and they are the um, tag team of country here, which just had their uh, debut match at AAW on Friday. Um, so shout out to those guys, man. Those guys have been working their fucking asses off. And uh, it was really awesome to, to get on them because they were uh, – because Perch worked AAW. I was there as a fan. So we had a really good conversation. It was just kind of cool to get different perspectives from Perch's perspective to people in the ring's perspective and then some fat guy in the ring. So – and why is this thing telling me I need to upgrade? Uh-oh, oh, Tom. We, we, have, we, have, we have a meeting time. It's it's telling us we gotta we gotta get the show on the road. What the hell? This happened to me the other day. Oh well. Oh no. We're about to go on to more ranting. Yeah, I was recording uh, with my buddy Justin for our cruiserweight classic thing, and this happened. So Tom, how was the AW show? Dude, it was awesome. It was a, it was a really good time. Because for those of you who may not remember, I don't remember if you brought it up on air, but you you bought out like the front row. I would say the full front row, but I did have uh, ten tickets. Um, what the hell? Password. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Like I said, uh, listen, my boys, Country Air made their debut. Um, one match if people get a chance there was a six-way match it was versus um red jones along with two of my favorites karam and akeem zane uh known as rohit raju uh outside in the world and uh versus ach josh c and returning rich swan and dude they fuck they tore the fucking house down how was uh bennett yehai Bennett Yeha was off, dude. I mean, Yeha is just a fucking beast. Um, you know, and uh, sorry, I'm just trying to sign us up here so we don't get kicked out. And uh, yeah, it was good. 
I mean, Yehai did, did get the win, but Mike Bennett, I mean, dude's over. I mean, simple fact, but I mean, yeah, you're you're not beating Fred Yehai right now. You know what I mean? The dude's just on another level. And then my boy Matt Fitchett, he is currently AAW champion. Uh defend his title versus Eric Young, which was awesome. Okay. I'm trying to sign in, motherfucker. Why is it do that? It tells you to, like, oh, if you forgot your password, hit this link. Uh, but the main event was uh, Silas Young versus the one called Manders in a, um, a fucking slugfest. And uh, definitely check that match out, too. Manders is definitely on his way up. So, um, yeah, and then I was in St. Louis on Saturday for more wrestling. That was a good time. First time promotion for, for Grandel Wrestling. What the fuck, Will? Tom, Not you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a I know. I know when I first logged into Zoom, it said I was all up to date. Yeah, no, this is this is me. It's not you. Oh, but why? Not the first what? time I've heard that. Hmm. But why is this happening all of a sudden, though? I don't know, dog. But I guess to bring some some to bring up uh, some Ring of Honor content because this is a Ring of Honor review show. Yeah, Tom. Yes, sir. I know, relatively speaking, the the moniker of world-famous CB wasn't around that long. But is it, I find it a little weird to go back to Cheeseburger. Yeah, that was kind of odd. I, I got all... I was all... It was an adjustment at first, but now it's like, no, it's CB. He's world-famous. Yeah. But now he's back to being billed as Cheeseburger. Yeah. Not a big fan of that, so. Are you a big fan of the result of the main event from Dynamite? Uh, This week or last week? This week. Well, do I really have to pay? I don't have to pay for this, do I? I mean, we haven't we haven't paid the last however many months we've been doing this show. This is this is some bullshit, Will. Um, I am I am very happy with the result. I have not seen said match. Um. Oh, it's so irritated right now. Zoom. Why are we? Why are we being stupid? Um, but it's it's the right move. I mean, you know, I think uh, another podcast brought it up that it's going to be fun to watch this downward spiral now from uh, Diana Diana Prazo. So, um, yeah, dude, I am so irritated. All right, well, we got four minutes, and we're gonna have to do another one. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Dion, I mean, Mercedes, she's the right person to put it on. She A deserves it. She can really, really do a lot in this women's division. Um, I mean, she's a, she's a brainiac for wrestling. So. What were your thoughts on it? Well, I think it's definitely the direction I thought they'd go. Only because Diana is still very contract to impact. Yeah. And it's just going to make things a lot easier. I mean, Impact and AEW are kind of like in cahoots again, so they're friendly enough. They can come back to this later. Yeah, I mean, for sure, and those two definitely have history. You know, they could, in theory, at some point, depending on what they're going to Impact, be like, all right, Deanna can go to AEW and, like, do an AEW storyline for, like, a month or whatever, and 
but Mercedes Martinez rules. So yeah, that's I mean that's the bottom line because Will Mercer said so. He did, and he's a lot smarter than most people. So yeah, and you, but you haven't seen that, Tom. But you haven't seen the match yet, obviously, right? I haven't. I couldn't tell you the last episode of Dynamite I watched. Okay. But you are aware there is another Impact Superstar that was on the TV show, too? Yeah, William Morris. So, dude, that dude, I mean, I know he's seven feet tall and you can't teach that. Can't teach that. But dude's fucking shredded, man. He looks really, really good. Is it so funny how all these people leave WWE and they all of a sudden, like, look better, seem better? perform yeah. better <laughs> you know well i mean he definitely you know he definitely hit kind of rock bottom there a couple of years ago but um he did no rock bottom but it, you know i uh i'm actually looking forward to i've been catching up on my the sessions episodes um the it formerly known as the oral sessions the okay renee podcast yeah. renee podcast now they just call it the sessions but uh listen to she did an episode with Dax, an episode with Cash, and then an episode with the both of them together. Oh. Because she wanted to get more like personal takes from both of them. Yeah. And then one is like more of like a tag team. Yeah. Uh did an episode with Swole was a good listen. Hmm. And uh got the next one queued up is with one W Morrison. Huh. Well, it's kind of fall that you mentioned uh, Swole, because Swole is actually married to uh, somebody that we saw last week on Ring of Honor TV. Sure is. Cedric Alexander. Yeah, who was also part of the Cruiserweight Classic. So He sure was. So, all right, High Fivers, we're going to pause it here real quick, um, because my, our meeting is about to end, and we're going to be back in uh, listing time in about two and a half seconds. So we'll be right back. The Young Bucks. The Bucks of Youth. Mocking TJP, the technical lightning. They uh, dig at him about Veda interviewing somebody who flies in coach. They fly for his class. Yeah. He's got his silly little emo hair with the bleach spot. He's like, like you look ridiculous. And it cuts over to what the Bucks are wearing. It's like. Yeah, they've got their ponytails in there. They got like full... the, the tasseled shirts. Yep, they're fully bucked out. Um you know, and people may not realize, but the, these three really do actually have legit history with each other. Um, you know, they were both, uh, you know, obviously they're all SoCal kids and TJP growing up, you know, in that same neck of the woods. Um, yeah, and he's probably the same age as Nick, I think. I mean, it's crazy to think the dude's 27 at this point. He's got 14 years experience, but I mean, you know, it was a funny interaction. It, it, was, it was a quick back and forth, but... uh yeah, I mean, Will, do you think we're going to see a few between the three of these maybe in the future, possibly? Maybe, maybe. I mean, TJP, so the next time that they either cut him off in front of a microphone or they interrupt one of his matches, he's going to put their teeth through the back of their head. Yeah. And he doesn't care if it's one of them or ten of them. So, I mean, I mean, that would be... So, is Mama that Buck, like... Mama Buck. I was going to say, is that, like, did they clone themselves? And that's why there's ten of them? Is it just, like... Slap you and your mama? Like, yeah, there's the Mrs. Bucks. There's the Young Young Bucks. I mean... You know, well, I mean, at that point, was there Young Young Bucks? I mean, the kids well, aren't that point. old. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe he's just looking... Maybe you just know something about the future. You know, maybe uh, this is just the, the level of promo skills that a lot of these <laughs> whippersnappers have or don't at have. this juncture. Yeah, so... But, uh, but, yeah, our next match is Technical Lightning TJP versus uh, new moniker, No Fear Mike Mondo. That's right, No Fear. And They uh, talk about TJP having the experience edge, but Mike Mondo has all the size. And he it's all can. natural. He works out like a fiend. Dude is like a mini Taz. I mean, he's like a Taz, like six inch taller. And they point out, during the match, and I appreciate this, that you can't scout Mike Mondo because he does different stuff every match. And so you got to be ready for anything. And this match highlighted that. I mean, he came out also ultra aggressively, but I don't know about you, Will, but I've ne- there's a point in the match where Mike Mondo's got uh, TJP on his knees, grabs his head 
holds open his fucking eyelids, and dude's trying to bite out his eyeball. <laughs> it's unorthodox, Tom. It's unorthodox. That but... might be the understatement. Dude, I popped, so I actually had to stop what I was doing the first time I watched that. I was at work. And I rewound it and watched it again. I'm like, this motherfucker's trying to eat his eye. I mean, I've seen people gouge people's eyes out before, but never. You know, across the pond, they threaten to bite your nose off. It's... I've seen that. I mean, yeah. Um, but man, I mean, Mike Mont, he looked awesome in the in this match, and I really kind of hope he gets let go from WWE so he gets some Mike Mondo t-shirts that aren't related to uh, the Spirit Squad. I mean, so, it's on pro wrestling tees. I mean, that's his. That's the only shirt he's got. That's the only shirt that's available in pro wrestling tees is a Spirit Squad shirt. I'm kind of disappointed. So, Mike Mondo, I mean, you know, good brother up. So, um, speaking of brothers, Tom, TJP has the advantage at one point. He does. And a particular tag team saunters down to the ring. Yeah. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call an amazing segue. Not planned, by the way. Well done, Will. Nothing's um, planned here, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just because we take notes doesn't mean anything's planned. So, um, but yeah, but Perkins does get, yeah, he does get the advantage, uses quickness, and all of a sudden, the two bucks of youth saunter down to the ring. And it is a saunter. They're not trying to hide the fact that they're coming down. Like, they... Oh. They, are yo- they are young bucks in it up, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, um, you know, they do. Oh, by the way, in this in this match, they do mention uh, that the Chikara Ashley athletes will be on TV next week. So we got that to look forward to. But, uh, but yeah, the Bucks get the full distraction on TJP, um, allowing Mondo to get a really vicious double-arm DDT. There's um, also stuff where they pointed out that there's stuff that maybe the ref should have called because they were kind of touching and getting involved with, but they're like, oh, well, they didn't hit him. It's like, yeah, but you're still touching somebody. You're not in the match. Yeah. But, you know, these young bucks, you know, they get special privileges and, and, uh, and allowances. Yeah. I mean, fuck the veterans, say the young bucks. But, uh, yeah, and then after that, um, yeah, what a vicious DDT, though. I'm like, oof. That's a win oh. for That's yeah, marking Mike. out with High Five Tom, yeah, favorite wrestler. Yeah, then the Bucks Mike and Mondo Mondo. start beating down TJP. Um, and then the All-Night Express come in and make the save. And uh, Will, 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 please tell me, please tell me that we are going to see this six-way dance sooner than later. Or, six, yeah, six-man match. I mean, I hope so. It'll at least be somewhat fresh. Yeah, you know, and I hope it's on TV. And I, yeah. Because it's not announced for Border Wars, and they didn't mention anything about it later, so. We'll have to wait and see, Tom. Yeah, so tune in later, High Fiver. So, yeah, definitely check out. Or this ask, uh, ask that, was it Kyle from Body Slam? We could. Kyle, show out to Kyle K. Sparks. This, this guy, apparently, you can just give, it's, he's like a search engine. You just give him a couple wrestlers in a general time frame, and he tells you exactly when and where it happened. Yeah, wasn't uh, was it Mike that was looking for that one match? I think it was Eric. Was it Eric? Yeah, looking for a uh, a war machine match versus Pretty Boy Killers. And dude, Eric, show it to you because I think he found it too. I mean, that sounds like a fuck of a match right there. Hashtag fuck of a match. So it, it sounds like it'd almost be hard to forget. So maybe when we get there, we'll be like, damn, that was a hell of a match. Yeah. <laughs> so we only got three more years. So. We'll get there. Yeah, but next, Will, we've got your favorite time of the week. Oh, it's time for Inside Ring of Honor. It is time for Inside. It was Ring actually of pertinent. Honor. It was all yeah. it was all like new content. Yeah, and the shitty thing about this, watching this on YouTube, is we don't get the Ring of Honor TV commercials. So I don't know what they're showing this week, but we did get Will on our uh, um, Inside Ring of Honor. Um, they go over Border Wars, and obviously they're talking about this is the most important main event in Ring of Honor history. Um, we got the main event. We got uh, Briscoes and Benjamin and Haas again. Yeah, this better be the last one. Um, 
you know, when they said, like, will this be the last time these teams meet? It's like, boy, I fucking hope so. <laughs> yeah. And we, I mean, no disrespect. Obviously, we, we love both teams, but it, we're over it. Um, yeah, and wrestling's yeah. going to take me. Yeah. They cut another promo about Jay's testicles. Um, and then them boys cut a promo kind of about Jay's testicles. So, you know, hopefully Jay's testicles are doing okay. Cause... We got House of Truth rolling out in spades. You got Roddy Strong defending the TV title. Versus Fit Finley. Against Fit Finley, that's right. He likes to fight. And then we got Die Hard Edwards versus Rhino. And then and we got, got Adam uh, Cole, baby. And Michael Elgin. And do that Rhino promo? Awesome. All, all their little – Roddy's was a little kind of plain. Yeah. But Elgin's thing about – not to give too much credit to Michael Elgin because he's a piece of shit in the real life, but that was a great promo, you know, because it's – they haven't really talked about how, like, how new Elgin really is. Yeah. Like, Cole is, and O'Reilly brought up, like, they're new. They're the fresh young guys, but it's like – Elgin is brand new at this point too. So Elgin saying, "I'm gonna be, I'm the breakout star." Yeah. Rhino's promo, you know, they they censored out parts of it, so you know you can you can fill in the gaps yourself. But gore, 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 and we go to Eddie Edwards. It's like, oh, yeah, great promo, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> he's die hard. Surprise, surprise. Um, but I did have to chuckle. We did have our favorite heel. Our second, I'm sorry, my second favorite heel. In Ring of Honor TV, uh, the Bennets um, did funny. They cut a kind of funny promo on Canada, you know. So that that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Will, I'm not sure if you're aware of this fact though. But did you know that you could win a lunch with Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness? And would you have any idea where you get details to, about that said lunch? Probably ROHWrestling.com. That's very true. That's also where you could buy anywhere you can get internet. You can get Border Wars. Yeah. And all the other events. Yeah. Back in 2012, you could get Border Wars, but in 2022, when you're paying for it, you can't. Oh, I'm sorry. This is our platform. I'm going to throw shade if I want. So, hey, Tom, whatever. Like I said, you pay month to month. You could cancel your subscription. Be like, well, if I can't watch it, I'll just watch the episodes on YouTube. I don't need to give them my, but I'm locked in. <laughs> I've already given them my money. Actually, they would refund you the difference, by the way, for the year, by the way, if you did. At least they did previously. I don't know about this new regime. But anyways, we're not canceling. We're, we're going to stick with it. That's right. We're no, gonna, can- gonna... no, no, we don't have the culture of canceling here. Nope. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're both too apologetic. It's like, oh, sorry. We'll just, we'll just keep taking this. Yeah. I mean, even though Will does pay 11 cents more for his honor club than I pay for I know. Who, who knew? Who'd have thought? Taking the 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 bulk package would be the least cost effective way. Shame, shame. I get your shit together, Tony Khan. I'll see you in a couple weeks for for Ben Doran Dynamite. But um, talking, about, talking about getting shit together, though, we got we're we're up to our main event of the evening, Tom. We are preceded by a little uh, backstage segment with Beta Scott and one uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. And um, I mean, copyright strike. Ultimately, actually, this wasn't a bad promo from Kyle O'Reilly, delivery wise. Bernie said from the other room that he is not very nice. But whoever whoever wrote this, I mean, they just they just keep. I mean, they're really kind of playing the heels here because Team Ambition's fat shaming the shit out of Steam. He's fat and smelly, and you know. I mean, that's he's not even. I mean, they're they're in the position, though, unfortunately, where the people that you want to are posing as baby faces are not the yeah. baby faces to this crowd because Steen is over like Grover. Yeah, and we we're, we'll see that as events unfold. What what the crowd cheers, what the crowd boos. Yeah, because when. They make their entrances. O'Reilly's got that banger of a theme song. Crowd's kind of like, yeah, Kyle, cool. Yeah, awesome, yeah. And then, oh, people go nuts. And they point out 
on commentary, this is a very pro Kevin Steen crowd. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, just go back to Kyle. I did like the end line. He's like, at the end of the match, you're going to wake up from America's worst daydream. Not bad, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle O'Reilly comes out solo. He's got, yeah, he's got the, you know, and Kevin Steen's coming out with that racket, you know, and his boy, Jimmy Jacobs. And um, which says probably more about, I know Davey Richards is going to be out there because you don't want to get like tangled up with the challenger ahead of time. I was like, but you're sending, you're sending your boy out alone. Knowing that these two have knowing, knowing who he's going out against, so he's sending him out alone. So you might as well just say, all right, see you, kid. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and obviously, you know, Kevin Steen starts the match off jumping Kyle O'Reilly because, I mean, hello, why wouldn't you? Um, We're joined by Steve Carino in commentary. Yeah, that's right. I forgot to bring that. Um, you know, like we mentioned earlier, and I screwed up. But uh, but the beginning of the match, though, we actually see Kevin Steen do a couple actually, like, wrestling moves. Yeah, he starts working a body part. He's beating the piss out of Kyle O'Reilly's knee and everything. So, um. You know, and like you said, they brought Steve Carino out to kind of put over Kevin Steen. And Man, and they over. really, they really put over Kevin Steen. Yeah, um, I mean, Carino basically said he's like Steen's going to walk out of Border War, the champ. He's like he's the guy who's got it. N- like he's got nothing to lose. He's got everything to gain. Yeah, all all the chips will be on the table, and he can use the package pile driver. Yeah, and, you know, Steve Carino just puts over this new Kevin Steen. He's like, you know, the old Kevin Steen might have been able to beat Davey Richards, but this new Kevin Steen, the one he tried to shy away from, is definitely going to beat him. Um, and they just put over how bad, very, 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 very bad it's going to be for Ring of Honor if Kevin Steen wins, which I think, obviously, I disagree with. But you No, know, Tom, they also talked about how Kevin Steen gets in people's heads. Yep. How about how he also gets into people's mouthpieces? Well, not, not I always skip over the, the huge drop kick that O'Reilly does off the apron, like kind of like outside to the barricade. Then he drop, yeah. That he also kind of bangs his knee up on, but like at one point O'Reilly gets his mouth guard knocked out. Steen puts O'Reilly's mouth guard in his mouth and slaps on an ankle lock. So good. The brilliance of that sequence was just amazing. And like it wasn't like in in. He had kind of like in like the corner of his mouth because it yeah. didn't look like it wasn't the right size anyway. But yeah. they're like, I've never seen Steen use an ankle lock before. Yeah. And Carino's like, that is the first time ever. Um, which probably isn't true, but but uh, O'Reilly, O'Reilly gets out of it. Was the armbar before or after that? Those before. Get... Yeah, he that had was to... before the armbar. Yeah. Um, but real quick, um, before to jump back, um, boy, we're running out of time again. Awesome. Um. No, wait, no. Will you still there? Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, but they really put over in um, you know, in the promo here that. Yes, Davey Richards is the much more talented wrestler. Um, he's got a better move set, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, but Kevin Steen's in his head, you know, and he's the psychological warfare. He's got he's got that in spades. So, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, we got a vicious arm bar, but uh, Kevin Steen's able to kick out of it. Uh, but, yeah, then Kyle O'Reilly's mouthpiece comes out. So awesome. I mean, obviously watching it in 2022 eyes, you're like, COVID, COVID, what are you doing? What are you doing? But then you're like, oh, it's two dudes punch each other in the face. They're probably spitting at each other already anyways. But well, it's, that's what reason is just like, it's in, disgusting. It's so unsanitary. It's going to be like you're rubbing your, your sweats all over each other. If somebody bleeds, you're getting blood on each other. Like, yeah. Um, somebody yeah. spit what it must, it would have had to, this is the only thing I've watched, but like, I'm pretty sure it's seen spits at somebody. I think it's in the post match. Yeah. Richard. And it's like, 
he spits. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is Carlito without the apple. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but spoiler alert, there's a post-match, which I was – another thing um, as far as this feeling like a full episode is this is like the first episode that doesn't end at the end of the match, which Kevin Steen wins. Yeah. With the F sank. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, yeah, because Kyle Riley gets his, his mouthpiece back and he throws it at Jimmy Jacobs. And Jimmy Jacobs gets upset, gets in the ring. And then, yeah. And then uh, Kevin Steen hits the, what do you say? It's the F sank. F sank. Um, for the one, two, three. And then, uh, yeah. But like you said, then we get Steen. Um, Steen and Jacob Jacobs start beating up, uh, beating Kyle up Riley. Riley. Slap on the ankle lock again, right? They're like yeah. really beating up the leg. And then Davey Richards. Davey Richards comes in to make the save. Um, no security. And then obviously Davey Richards gets uh, gets in the ankle lock. And then uh, Jimmy Jacobs saves him. So Hits him with the old low blow. Yeah. And then uh, they continue to fight. They got lots of spitting, uh, lots of fighting. They crack uh, Kyle O'Reilly with that tennis racket. Yeah. Blasted that, him. Yeah. They will not be hitting tennis balls with that anytime soon. Um, and commentary points out why are – and they boo. Like, the crowd boos Davey Richards coming out to save yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. And commentary points out why is security holding back Richards and O'Reilly and not the aggressors and the guy who have a weapon? They're not wrong, Will. But, uh, yeah, we get we – get, we had some post-match happenings. Davy Richards says, you, you want the wolf, you're going to get the wolf. Yeah, I mean, he said America's strong style is dead and the wolf is back. So, I don't know. Oh. So, uh, speaking of uh, howling, Will, what's, uh, what's your prediction for Border Wars? What do you think wins this match? I think uh, he'll look like a man. I think uh, brown hair. Mm. I think the his theme song is going to have the stinger at the start of it. I see where you're going with this. I mean, if I was a betting man, Will, I bet you're you're right on both those. I'd I double down on I, that. Tom, I think it's going to be the white guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, like we talked about, it. obviously, Will, you know, if we'd seen this this episode, you know, uh, this was an exceptional off, episode. I yeah. I might even watch I I'd even say I'd almost watch it again. Yeah. But definitely on the list that fight in February and this are both like that's if we were to do kind of like a if we're thinking ahead about doing like what was like our best of yeah when absolutely. we get through the year, this definitely is on that list because this was a very breezy forty five minutes. Yeah. I mean I we, we got it all. We got Recap that was yeah. pertinent. We got some fresher faces, some new matchups. We had the inside of Ring of Honor, which wasn't just like shilling out for another event, it was actually like here's stuff that's pertinent to the event that's coming up. Yeah, we had another because usually the promo segments in Ring of Honor right now are kind of a drag, yeah, but there was. Two and inside Ring of Honor, and it did not drag this episode down. No, even an Eddie Edwards promo couldn't drag this down. Eddie Edwards and Davy Richards and Kyle O'Reilly all had promos on this episode, and we still thoroughly enjoyed it, and we still thought it was great. Yeah, so Dr. Davy, yeah, so all right, well, um, well, yeah, I said I'm uh. Starting to wear down here a little bit. Still feel like shit and having sucked well, but uh, I appreciate you getting me through this episode. Um, high fivers. I apologize for all the technical difficulties and my negativity and our my my wanderness. But yeah, Will definitely stepped up this episode. So thank you, Will. About time I did something productive. <sighs> who who knows? Maybe next time I'll actually even take notes. Well, obviously you don't need to. I mean, you're maybe, maybe I'll. 
I mean, I don't have all the heavens that met the match in order, but you know, maybe, maybe yeah. I actually start keeping track of that. Like, ooh, that was a good move. Oh, that was good too. So then I'm like, what happened first? Oh, this happened. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of liking the style we got it's now. A, but, um... It's a work in progress. You know, we're, we've, uh, I think we've come a long way in the last uh, 19, 19 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm having a blast. So that's one of my favorite parts of the week. So. You know, if TV keeps TV keeps going like this, which again, it probably won't. You never know. But I mean, if I happen to catch this episode, I'd be hoping the next week would be. Yeah. So we'll find out. Yeah, and, and guess so what, we'll, high fivers? You'll have to. So you high fivers. Yeah, you have to tune in next week. So, uh, but thanks everybody. Uh, Let's David Henry Bauer appreciate you. Mr. Mike Peterson, appreciate you, my friend. Um, Eric, appreciate you too. And um, all of everyone in Visionaries Global Media. But uh, And everyone who agrees that olives are gross. I just want to thank you all for being on my side, the correct side. Well, I mean, Mrs. Money and Tanahasho, my uh, my cohorts in uh, the DDP page, had my back. And, 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 and Scotch drinks more. Scotch drinks for saying, ah, yeah, he said, uh, he fucks her. He also said that him and David Henry Bauer the third said that my pizza order is the apex pizza order. But Scotch drink for also said the Kalamatas and the uh, the black olives, yeah. And Liddy, you got in this conversation too, but I can't talk shit because you said Bowie, yeah, Bo- Bowie, Bowie, does, Bowie doesn't approve. So unfortunately, that was. Are you, are you going to are you are you going to look at Bowie's face and say, you know what, dog, you're wrong? No, that dog is so cute. I know. Mic drop on his end, so that's it. I'm done. There's nothing I could do. So, but uh, Will, thank you so much, my friend, and high fivers. We will see you guys next week. <laughs>